Hey, Vsauce, Michael here. No, we do not need you. We do not need you. We do not need you at all, Michael. Hey, Vsauce. We do not need you, Michael. That's just saying hey. Okay, if I hear you say hey one more time, I'm gonna die. Hey! Okay, you know what? Forget you know what? Forget you. Forget you. You don't need you, Michael. You're 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 you have your space stuff. You have your space stuff. You have your space stuff. You have your space stuff so much. It's just weird. Yeah, you have your own. You have you have your space stuff. Three. At this rate, the pyramid will be completed in the year three thousand one hundred and eighty-three. The final block placed by our great, 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 more than thirty greats grandchildren. But even they will miss an opportunity to frolic and play safely in the Chernobyl exclusion zone. Okay. So he's being an idiot. Oh yeah. Our main thing is is air freshener bad for you if you were to inhale it. Yeah. Twenty-seven years old. I live in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and I'm addicted to drinking air freshener. Yeah, you know that lady from TLC UK. Yeah, but no, she's not exactly from the UK. She's from, she's from, she's from Cape Girardeau, Girardeau, Missouri. So. This lady. Her name is basically Evelyn. And so she's addicted to drinking air freshener. Is that normal? Wait, wait, wait. Well, so whoa, is it bad for you? Well, let's see. Although air air fresheners contain small amounts of these chemicals. Long-term, low-dose exposure can act in an additive manner that causes the same health hazards as a higher dose. Interesting. So, is air freshener, though, toxic? A plug in air freshener contains more than 20 different 
volatile organic compounds with more than one-third classified as toxic or hazardous under federal laws. Amazing. Okay. Even air fresheners called organic, green, or with essential oils emitted hazardous chemicals and carcinogens. So, didn't we talk in the last video about carcinogens? That's basically related to cancer. So, which means if you drink air freshener, you're gonna get cancer. Solve the problem. Yeah, so basically, solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Now, who knows anything else? Anybody? What is it? Um, could we do is bleeding bad for you? Bleeding bad for you? Yes. Okay, so is bleeding bad for you? anything on this smart tablet that's supposed to tell me everything according to its purpose. Let's think. Let's think. What happens when you bleed? It's never telling me anything. Well, let's see. It's blood blue though. Okay, but blood is always red. So I didn't solve your question. But that's okay. I mean looking up blue? Does your blood is blue? Okay, who still wants to see if they want to know about blue? Okay, everybody does. Okay, blood is always red. Actually, vein, actually, veins look blue because light has to penetrate the skin to eliminate them. Blue and red light being the two wave, the two being of different wavelengths, penetrate with different degrees of success. What makes it back to your eye is the blue light. Yeah. So, yeah.
tell you why. So, first off, whenever you see blood outside your buddy, it looks red. Why? Human blood is red because of the protein hemoglobin, which contains a red color compound called the heme. That's crucial for carrying oxygen through your bloodstream. Heme contains an iron atom which binds to oxygen. It's this molecule that, con that transports oxygen from your lungs to other parts of the body. Chemicals appear particular in appear particular colors on eyes based on wavelengths of light they reflect. Hemoglobin bound to oxygen absorbs blue blue green light, which means that it reflects red orange light into our eyes, appearing red. So, wouldn't that mean? When we our blood is blue, because basically it was originally blue. Let's keep reading. That's why our blood turns red cherry red when oxygen binds to its iron. Without oxygen, you can, without oxygen connected, blood is a darker red color. That would be creepy. Okay. Carbon and... Carbon monoxide, a potentially deadly gas, can also bind to heme, with a bond around 200 times stronger than that of oxygen. With carbon monoxide in place, oxygen can, oxygen can bind to hemoglobin, which can lead to death. Because the carbon monoxide doesn't let go, let go of the heme, your blood stays cherry red. Sometimes making a victim of carbon monoxide poisoning appear rosy cheeks even in death. Sometimes blood can look sometimes blood can look blue though through our skin. Maybe you heard that blood is blue in our veins because we hit because when headed back to the lungs, it lacks oxygen. But this is wrong. Human blood is never blue. That's the bluish color of of veins is only an optical illusion. Blue light does not penetrate as far into tissue as red light. If the blood vessel is sufficiently deep, your eyes would see more blue than red reflected light due to the blood's partial absorption of red wavelengths. Yeah. But blue blood does exist elsewhere in the animal world. It's common in animals such as squid and horseshoe crabs, whose blood relies on a chemical called hemocyanin, which contains a copper atom, to carry oxygen. Green, green, clear, and even purple blood are seen in other animals. Each of these different blood types use, uses a different molecule to carry oxygen rather than a hemoglobin we, we use. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Right? Oh, okay. So, now we need to talk more. We're going to do a test. Now, over time, 
spilled blood that starts out red turns darker and darker as it dries and its hemoglobin breaks down into a compound called methemoglobin. Yeah, as time passes, dried blood continues to change, going even darker, darker thanks to another compound called hemochrome. This continual chemical, chemical and color change allow, allows forensic scientists to determine the time a blood drop was left in a crime scene. So, that's pretty interesting because as, if, you, if you're dead... Well, obviously you're not dead. Obviously, <laughs> but if you were, if you, if someone was dead, that blood it changed darker and darker. So someone would be able to find exact the criminals would be found. Yeah. And if the blood is a year old, it might not be important to a crime committee yesterday. Now, who knows about immigration? So it says in this article, it says immigration agents x-raying immigrants, no, migrants, to determine, to determine age isn't just legal. It's a misuse of science. It's a misuse of science. This is sad. Yeah, but you know what? If if you know teeth and bones can tell someone can tell something about age, but not someone's birthday. So have fun trying to look for that. Alright, but listen to this. A teenager's father is murdered in Somalia, and the boy travels to the United States seeking asylum. Another teen's father and brothers are murdered by extremist groups in Afghanistan, and he too makes his way to the U.S. to seek asylum. Since both are minors, federal law decrees decrees that they they must hold they must be held separately from adults under the oversight of the Office of Refugees Resettlement, or or ORR nickname. However, in these two cases, and an un- unknown number of others, these minors were taken in handcuffs by immigration of co- customs. You know what? Why are we talking about this? We're supposed to be figuring out something that's basically related to medical. I think I got carried away with the podcast. I am very sorry, everyone. But first, let's see. Why do we have streaks in our skin? You know when you wake up, you see streaks. So, when you see streaks in the morning, you know what that means? 
strex marks are colored streaks that appear on the skin. They typically occur when your skin is stretched out beyond its natural limit. It's like um, it's like those squishies. You know how they look weird when you pull them out all the way? Yeah, that's why. That's the same thing with our bodies. <laughs> the strain is often the result of weight gain, but can also occur from rapid growth. You can also treat your stress marks while the reds make them appearance fade. So, yeah. I guess it's out. Now, for the moment of all, I'm going to search up something. If you wanted to treat leukemia, here's something you need. You need medications such as chemotherapy and blood transfusion. That's what I wanted to search up. Next, you need medical procedures such as hematopoietic poietic. Oh my god, I can't talk. Hematopoietic. Hematopoietic stem cell tra transplantation. And you need specialists, obviously. So you will need a pediatric hematologist, oncologist, hematologist, and oncologist. Wow, that's a lot of oncologists. Well, that's it. I mean, well, that's it for today. But yeah, heck, even yeah, that's it. Well, see you guys later. Bye. By the way, Resource made a video just called Ift. Okay, bye.